This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Oddspedia channel. We lift a lot of surprises in the first round of the qualifications in Euro for the World Cup. So let's enjoy a weekend with international fixtures. Let's analyze the eight best games with Tom Rennie. So pay attention to it. And remember, if you enjoy the video, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. If you leave a comment in the video, you will get the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And now let's enjoy the show! International weekend ahead of us with many games for the national team, so let's uh, see which tips have Tom ready for us. Hello, Tom. The road to the World Cup begins with the World Cup of tipping. Am I right? Hey, we're going to win it. Many surprises we had in the previous games, in the first uh, round. So let's see how accurate we can be in the next one. And the first one, Tom, is a tricky one, I think. Serbia, Portugal. Why? Because Serbia beat Ireland. Uh, Vlahovic, a very good player who played for Fiorentina and he's scoring a lot of goals. And Mitrovic, a player that I'm sure you don't like, scored. And they beat Ireland. Very, very important triumph after the disappointment with Scotland in the road to the Euro and Portugal, they were only able to beat Azerbaijan 1-0. None of the good players of the Portuguese national team score. Cristiano Ronaldo, Ruben Neves, Bernardo Silva, Andres Silva, they have a really good potential, but they didn't play well. So this is a good option, I think, even for Serbia to get a point and for us to make some money if we back Serbia. I think this is probably the game of this set of fixtures, Serbia against Portugal, because Serbia are a very good side. As you mentioned, they beat the Republic of Ireland. I thought, you know, I don't like Mitrovic particularly. You are right. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but um, I thought his chip against the Republic was, was sensational. Really good goal. And, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to see him go back to his form of four years ago. I don't think he will. He was playing against the championship or worst defence in Ireland, but uh, that was a very good goal. They looked a bit suspect at the back, you know, the Republic hadn't scored a goal from open play for 677 minutes. They scored twice against Serbia. So in this game, I would expect Portugal to score. You mentioned the 29 shots, I think it was, against Azerbaijan. But they rested so many of the star players. I think most of Portugal are star players at this point, aren't they? Um, Bruno Fernandes came on at half time. I'd expect him to start. Uh, I mean, they had Ronaldo, Bernardo Silva, Pedro Neto, Andre Silva. It was ludicrous, the side. They played against Azerbaijan. The bench was just as strong. Um, there may well be money in Serbia winning this game, but looking beyond Portugal winning, I think, is folly at this point. I can only see Portugal winning. I think they'll play better here than they did against Azerbaijan, which I think they treated as a bit of a friendly, a bit of a warm-up. I'd expect Portugal to win and to win handsomely. So your bet would be Portugal, your pick, I mean, Portugal to win. Actually, the odds are already quite good, 1.82. So it's uh, fair enough. If you fancy double chance for Serbia, for instance, a surprise, the odds are 2.21. Someone likes uh, Serbian national team playing at home. Also, the next one is a difficult one. 
Norway, Turkey, Norway, they have Haaland, they have uh, Odegaard and they play in Malaga <laughs> against Turkey. It's pretty close to the country they were playing against in the middle of the week. They played against Gibraltar. They won 0-3 Norway and after the Turkish victory, a very good victory against the Netherlands, this group is going to be very interesting, I think. Gilmaz, 35 years old and he scored a hat-trick. So the odds here, Tom, uh, Norway is slightly favorite, 2.38, difficult one, I think, to call. It has annoyed me this week how many people have called Burak Yilmaz a veteran because we're the same age. And that's really concerning for me because I still feel youthful compared to him. He looks old though, doesn't he? Like compared to us, we've got a kind of youthful, moisturized faces. He looks like he's had a tough life, Yilmaz. Uh, it was a great hat trick though. Brilliant goals, brilliant performance, rolling back the years and all that. Um, Let's start with Turkey because of that win. Um, it puts them in a strong position in the group, making this game really important for them. Offensively, they look good because of Yilmaz Salanoglu. Incredible goal from him as well. You don't score four cracking goals every game, though. And defensively, I think they still look suspect. Uh, Ozan Kabak gave away uh, a penalty in the game. I thought he was poor again. Every time I watch him, I, I think he looks like a poor player. Um, and so I can see Turkey conceding in this game to a Norway side who, before Gibraltar, the Rockers, uh, we thought they'd maybe score seven, eight, nine, uh, just the three. Um, and they treated it like a friendly. No goal for Haaland as well. I'd expect him to score and play in this one. I'd be looking here for Norway to win. I'd also be looking for both teams to score. All right, Norway to win 2.38 after Norway's playing against Montenegro again. I think this group is going to be interesting and in this group is Netherlands that were defeated in Istanbul for 2 we just mentioned it and now they should beat and I guess we have to look at Asian handicap here Latvia Latvia they lost 1-2 against Montenegro with Jovetic scoring twice but actually they put a fight eh, in the game uh, Jovetic uh, winner came in the 85th minute here, how many goals for Netherlands? We didn't see many thrashing, by the way, in the mm. previous round. So be careful, I think, here if we are expecting many goals for the Asian handicap, because as we've seen, probably the players are tired and there are so many games in this short season. So, yeah, again, we are not seeing a really, really big results. No, I think that's good advice. I think that if I have got some Asian handicap picks this week, this isn't one of them. This is not where I'd be looking for Asian handicap. Why? Because the Netherlands under Frank de Boer are a mess. They're a real mess. If you watch the Turkey game, there are players almost playing where they want. You know, Depay sort of the striker, but then he pops out left for some reason or other. Defensively, much like Liverpool without Van Dijk, they look weak. Starting with Daley Blint, centre-half in 2021 is... Uh, an interesting position to be in for this Netherlands side. Plus, they're under a manager in Frank de Boer, whose five-year crisis of confidence uh, shows no sign of abating. You know, ever since he left Ajax, his career has gone down, 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 down. They hate him in Crystal Palace. They hate him in uh, Atlanta. And I'm not sure they're big fans of him in Amsterdam as well. So, look, I think they will beat Latvia. They should beat Latvia. But I don't see it being a thrashing. I just don't see it. As you say, the Montenegro game for Latvia, they pushed them close. They're, they seem like an organised side from what I can tell. I'd be looking for a tight Netherlands win. I'd be looking for an under-Netherlands win here. Maybe under under 2.5 for them to win. Mm -hmm. uh, we can check the Asian handicap then for Latvia. 
and I find really good odds, Tom. If we go for plus 2.5, Latvia, we have odds 3.1. So that means that we yeah. win our bet. If uh, Netherlands win for two goals, even we win our bet because uh, Netherlands is so favorite. So I think uh, here, following your tip, it would be a really good idea back in this uh, Asian handicap plus 2.5 for Latvia if Netherlands is gonna yeah, keep the scoreboard close. Then we have a tight one, an interesting one, Czech Republic, Belgium. Why? Because Czech Republic thrust Estonia before, so Czech scoring a hat-trick. Schick also finding the net, and we know how Slavia Prague, for instance, are doing really well in Europe. So this is a very competitive side, the Czech one, and Belgium is the number one in the FIFA. Standis, they beat Wales coming from behind. We know that they have the Bruin, they have uh, Lukaku. So this is a very good game and the odds here for Belgium to win is 1.71, but probably this is one that they can drop points actually. I think there's a great chance they'll drop points in this. I thought the Czech Republic were fantastic in their victory a couple of days ago. Thomas Socek, perfect hat-trick as well. Not just a hat-trick, left foot, right foot, header. He's a phenomenal talent very much the, the Maran Fellaini of his generation, something Belgium will know a lot about, of course, having built their national side around Fellaini for a good decade or so. Um, no one outruns, outworks the Czech Republic. You add it to the skill and talent they have on the field, they're very, very dangerous in Group E. The trouble is, Belgium are fantastic. Even going behind to the goal of the round, I thought, against Wales last time out, they still got on the front foot quite quickly and were able to, to put Wales to the sword, featuring Gareth Bale in the end. I thought De Bruyne was, was brilliant in the game against Wales. I thought Torgan Hazard played fantastic against Wales as well. Um, and look, I think this is going to be hard. It's going to be a really hard game for Belgium. But you win this game, I think you go on to win the group. You know, the, these groups are already very much rigged in favour of the seeded teams, the best teams. As you say, they're the FIFA number one rank in the world. And so everything is sort of rigged in their favor. How they've got in a group with the Czech Republic, I don't know. Um, but this is going to be treated very seriously by both. This will have long-term ramifications for this group. I can see Belgium winning it, um, but Belgium winning a tight game. Then Belgium to win. We have odds in Oxpedia.com, 1.71. Good enough, probably. Then the next one is Croatia-Cyprus. Croatia, they lost against Slovenia. They are really in a bad run after what happened also in the Nations, uh, Nations League, even if they, if Dalic put a great squad on the pitch, Modric, Perisic, Brozovic, Kovacic, they have a lot of talent and now of course they should beat Cyprus, but Cyprus got a point against uh, Slovakia and this, this is another game, Tom, that if we check the odds, uh, the odds for Croatia are so low, 1.18, that I'm inclined tend to put my money in Cyprus for Asian Handicap Plus 2 or something like this, if we yeah. think that Cyprus can uh, put the game in a very tight uh, way. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a good Asian Handicap pick for this round. Um, Croatia are funny. You know, you mentioned some of the players there, some others, Vida, Lovren, Kramaric, Perisic, you know, the, the squad that made the World Cup final is yeah. still the squad. Nothing has changed. The start of play hasn't changed. The players haven't changed, but the form has, has, has trailed off. The players have got older and they look like an old side when you watch them. They look like an old side the other day when I watched them. But 
You know, Cyprus, despite their impressive performance a couple of days ago, they are minnows of European football. Croatia need this win. Asian handicap for two, um, I would suggest is a very, very good pick for this one. Croatia to win this three or four nil will be what I'm looking at. Okay, so you think Croatia is going to win this uh, comfortably? We have uh, Croatia, Asian handicap minus two, odds 1.88. So they have to win for three goals to mm. win our bet. If they win for two goals, we get our money back here. Then next game we have, we have to go on Sunday for the trip to Tirana for the three Lions for England. England played a very, very hard game against uh, San Marino, a <laughs> great national team, as we all know, and Albania also, they played against another national team that uh, have won many, many games, like Andorra, they won actually Albania. So here the odds for England, 1.34. I mean, um, if we expect them to beat comfortably, again, Albania, we have to go for Asian handicap, minus two, yeah. something like this. I'd get fancy here. I would get a bit of fancy because I think England took that San Marino game very seriously. And I think to win by five at a canter, you know, San Marino are the worst team statistically in the world. Bottom of the rankings, never won a competitive game, all that, blah, blah, blah. But you still got to beat them. And they did. Um, and they did it without Harry Kane. They did it without some other senior players as well. And if you're going to make some money, this is where I'd be looking. I think England look good. I really do. And, and Albania, I mean, yeah, they, they got their victory over Andorra, 80 odd percent of the ball. Everyone's going to beat San Marino. Everyone's going to beat Andorra. I'd fancy England here for Asian handicap. I'd be looking at maybe even minus three, minus four for money here. I'd be looking at England to win comfortably. I expect England to win this 5-0. I really do. Um, and if they don't, I um, I would I would question the focus of this side. You, you shouldn't be against Albania. England should not be just happy with a 2-0 Man City style. Go there, win handily, win heavily, 5-0. <laughs> but the odds are really good, actually. Uh, we have uh, Asian Handicap being a little bit more cautious. Asian Handicap minus 2.5 for England, 3.52 already. If you think they are going to win the 5-0. Come on. We have Asian Handicap minus 4, for instance, 13.5 on Oddspedia.com. So, Tom, if you really trust England, you can make a lot of money in that game because the odds are not that bad actually if we check the it's really highest scores uh, probably you don't think that spain is gonna thrash georgia although you will tell me because spain they could only draw against a very defensive team like greece but fair enough for greece getting a point in spain is difficult and actually spain only one victory in the last five games was against uh, germany and georgia they only lost one nil against sweden so they put the things a little bit more complicated. What do you expect here? Uh, yeah, Georgia, I thought, defended really well against Sweden. Uh, just the 1-0 in the end. I thought they played well. They looked like a side who, you know, I watched some of it because Latan's back and all that is involved in, in the class and goal. Um, but I think that they defended really well. They look organised. I don't see how they're ever going to score a goal, but maybe that's because they went so ultra defensive against Sweden. As for Spain, you know, Greece, they are still simply red, rolling back the years. They're still doing the old 2004 tactic, defend, 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 and Spain couldn't break them down. It's not the Spain of a few years ago. I thought Dani Olmo and Koke and a few others didn't play well enough for Spain to score enough goals against Greece. 
Yes, it was a dodgy penalty that got Greece a 1-1 draw, but I don't think Spain played particularly well, apart from that sublime finish from Morata. It really was a, a fantastically taken goal, chest and volley in. Look, I do think Spain will win, but I, I don't see them running away with anything right now. They seem a side who are trying to work out the best way to play. They're not the free-flowing tic-a-tac of Spain, however you want to call the old side. They're a side that are a bit more functional and they're doing it intentionally to win games. I can only see a very narrow, at best, 1-0, maybe 2-0. I'd be looking at Spain to win under 1.5. Okay, we have uh, Georgia, Asian Handicap plus two, for instance. 1.84, that this meets your criteria. I think uh, this team is learning progress still, the Luis Enrique squad. But I'm kind of optimistic, actually, about the future. Are you? Yeah, with Luis Enrique on the bench, I think he's the perfect coach for this national team. They're still very young players, but... Uh, Would you say 7-0? 7-0 against Georgia? Come on, give me your confidence. I've gone 5-0 England. You've got no, to no, say 5-0 no. Spain now. Not for this uh, game. I'm talking about the Euro. <laughs> I'm talking about the Euro, this game. Yeah. <laughs> I can skip completely this game, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the, the Euro. Then... Uh, Bulgaria, Italy, Bulgaria, oh my god, uh, 0-3 in only 12 minutes against Switzerland. They lost 1-3 at the end. They are not in their best for sure. They were the last in their League B group in the Nations League. And Italy, I think Italy actually can be the underdog for the Euro. They look really well under uh, Mancini. They beat uh, Northern Ireland. They don't concede goals. Berardi, mobile scoring. I think they have a pretty good mixture between uh, youngsters and uh, veteran players. So here I am actually pretty confident about Italy's victory. Yeah, I think with, with Italy right now, missing out on the recent World Cup, it's like that Michael Jordan quote. And I took that personally. You know, they're taking it very personally. They missed out on a World Cup. And I think you're right. They're going to challenge in the European Championships. They're going to qualify. For this World Cup, I think with ease, Bulgaria, as you mentioned, they were getting blown away by Switzerland before the Swiss took their foot off the gas uh, and Bulgaria got a consolation goal later in the game. I think that you can only see a strong Italy victory here. Unbeaten in 23, the pride and respectability is back with Italy. And, you know, they played really, really well against Northern Ireland as well. You know, I think that uh, Northern Ireland defended well to keep the score down. Um, but Berardi was fantastic. Immobile looked so different to the player I used to watch at Dortmund. I don't watch that much Serie A, but when I used to watch him at Dortmund, I'd be a bit like, who is this guy? And then my, my friends who watch a lot of Italian football tell me how great he has become, but it's just sort of passed me by. Then I watched the game and I thought, this guy's incredible. Like his movement, his speed, his wit, the goal, everything, you know, he, he looks fantastic. So I think Italy would make a lot of changes from the side that played uh, against Northern Ireland a few days ago. I'd expect a few players to come back in. Bellotti maybe, two or three others. Um, I can only see Italy winning. I see Italy winning handily. 2-0 as a base. Asian handicap 2 for a 3-0 win. Might be worth it here. Yeah, so Italy, Asian handicap minus 2. We have odds 2.2. Italy, after they are playing against Lithuania, so probably they can even put uh, good players against Bulgaria and rest a little bit against uh, Lithuania, although, I mean, it's basically the same level. Then we have uh, France playing in Kazakhstan, in Astana, France. I think we were all very, very surprised after the draw against Ukraine with Griezmann scoring a great goal, but it should be, it was illegal, <laughs> actually. And Kazakhstan, they didn't play. 
this week, so we don't have many uh, idea of how this team is performing. The last games they play were in the Nations League and it was a defeat against Lithuania at home. So that's why probably the most difficult thing about this game is the trip, the far trip to Astana. Yes, I mean, I, I do try and research studiously for these uh, previews, but I couldn't find anything worth telling you about Kazakhstan. I really did look, but they haven't played for a while. I don't know what the situation is. What I do know is there shouldn't be any team in the world that can stop France. There really shouldn't. Uh, the draw against Ukraine was a bit galling. Uh, gall anyway. uh, but I thought, that, <laughs> I thought that they played all right. You know, if that Giroud chance goes in before Griezmann's goal, you know that they're on a bit of a roll. The own goal was unlucky. They looked a little bit like they were aside, lacking a little bit of rhythm. But the, the quality of the players, I mean, I don't need to list them all to, to anyone here, that the quality in every position, the backups in every position, it's ludicrously strong. I expect France to come back from that disappointing result against Ukraine to win heavily here, much like England, much like your tip for Spain. I think this will be four or five nil. I would go at least five nil for France here. Otherwise, there'll be question marks for Didier Deschamps, I think. Then I'm gonna write down France Asian handicap minus three. We have odds 3.20. If you also think this is gonna be an easy game for the Bleu. And the last one, Romania, Germany. Probably this is gonna be a little bit tougher for the Mannschaft. They beat Iceland, Goretzka, Hubbards, scoring, Hubbards, scoring, and Gundogan, we are more used to that. And uh, Romania, they beat Macedonia with Hagi, Son, scoring the winner in the 85th minute. Do you see problems here for Lowsman or not really? Yeah, I do actually. As you, as you mentioned, Dianis Hachi, I've watched them a lot for Glasgow Rangers this season, Europa League, and, and in their title winning run. And. Um, he looks a really good player, a really good player. Um, you know, no one's going to be as good as his dad, I don't think, but he, he's going to be a very, very good footballer. Uh, and he scored a great goal a couple of days ago against Macedonia, and I think that he could be a threat here. As for Germany, you know, Yogi Lerv, as we know, is leaving soon. And I think they had a response to make following recent poor results and poor performances, heavy criticism of some of the ways they've played. The Spain game, of course, that the most obvious example, but there's loads of examples going back the last 18 months, two years of Germany, and you watch them and you think, what's happened? Uh, and that's how we've got to a situation where the manager is going to be leaving. Again, much like France, the talent is there. Loads of great players, you know, and they've got players that didn't play against Iceland I'd expect to come back here. but. I think Romania can land a blow. I, I don't think Germany were, were particularly good in the entirety of the game against Iceland. A couple of moments could have gone Iceland's way. So I'd be looking for a Germany win in a tight-ish game. This is the only one this weekend I can find for a win, but both teams to score. So Germany to win, both teams score will be my tip here. Okay, if we check the Asian handicap in this case, we have Romania Asian handicap plus 1.5. So uh, keeping the game very tight, Odds 1.98 in case you also fancy that, but you said that Germany and um, both teams to score is your tip. Then, Tom, we have the eight games. I'm sure mm. we can make an Aka. You are backing basically the favorites in your tips. Let's see your Aka for the weekend. By well, the way, after my incredible one last week, you should exactly. mention. Exactly, exactly. I was just about to mention how you nailed the FA Cup semi-final teams. Hey, 
So, I mean, it's incredible that I got it right, but I just, I just felt it in my water. You feel it in the water, that's where your ackers are. It's instinct, it's from the gut. It's not details, it's feeling. And I did feed it last week and I got it right and I'm sort of feeling it again this week. I'm going big, I'm going five. Five teams after last week's big victory. I'll take Portugal, which is not an easy one at Serbia, but I fancy them still because of their players. Croatia will beat Cyprus, big favourites. England will beat Albania, big favourites. I am still taking Germany over Romania, even though I think it will be tight. And I'll pop on top of that France to beat Kazakhstan. Those would be my five for this week's act. Okay, I have to say that the odds are not that high. We have odds 3.64, especially for that uh, Portugal victory, but still some good odds for these fit, uh, five big nations teams winning in the weekend. Then Tom, thank you. Always is a pleasure talking uh, with you. And let's see next week if you nailed also the Saka. Bye. We have now all the information to enjoy this weekend with international fixtures. So let me know in the comment section if you agree with Tom's picks and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Besides, do not forget to click in the like button. If you enjoyed the video, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. If you prefer, you can also listen to all our videos in our podcast. And next week on Monday, we are back. We have the third round of qualifications for the World Cup.